This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio, a fresh perspective on how to live your best life. Combining biological sciences, mind-body medicine, nutrition, and exercise. This is the place to get the big picture on health and wellness. Live from the iHub Radio studios in Palm Springs, California, here's functional medicine certified health coach and award-winning wellness expert, Jason Tate. Welcome to Tate Talks. This is Jason Tate, show number six, live in Palm Springs, California, where it is sunny and windy today. Almost blew off the road on the drive here. (laughs) Kind of wild. So, so excited. I have an amazing show lined up for you today and a truly remarkable individual as a guest. And so I'll be doing some introductions here in just a moment. First, I'd like to tell you, uh, if you have any questions you want to call in or you want to send us an email or a text message, you can call live at the studio 760-544-TALK, which is 8255. You can email the studio if you don't feel like being on the air and and talking, uh, studio at ihubradio.com. And I believe there's a text message also if if you prefer texting. I know that's all the rage now. That's how yeah. most people communicate. 760-699-0202. And we'll be able to take some questions if you have questions during the show. Uh, yeah. Also, you can follow the show on Instagram at tatetalks.radio. And then you can search me up on Facebook, Jason Tate, also LinkedIn. And uh, I'll be posting recipes, pictures of the guests. Yummy recipes. Yummy recipes. <laughs> um, <laughs> links to how to reach the guests and follow up with them. And it just it's a great way to stay in touch. And then I also promote the show and talk about what's going to be on the show as they come up. Um, some great stuff. So here we go show number six i'm excited i'm so pumped and also the emails and the texts um they do come to us and we do review them and jason does get back to everyone um definitely if we don't if we don't have time during the show it just the guests are so amazing that it's hard to get to the questions when the guests are so amazing (laughs) (laughs) but we'll always answer absolutely always 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 so and that lovely voice that you hear by the way is my producer the beautiful alexandra thank you thank you thank you thanks for running the boards thanks for being here and and having fun with me every sunday here it's always fun i feel like i'm going through like an education here we're in class (laughs) we are (laughs) 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 i I expect a diploma at the end of the year (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make a quiz. No, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's for my students. And to all my students who are listening in, thank you. Thank you so much. I know you probably don't get enough of me during the week. Not. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. Uh, my name is Jason Tate. I'm a functional medicine certified health coach, uh, public speaker, radio show host now, and uh, high school educator I teach. Biology, also teach pre-medical health science, integrative health science, and I teach yoga at school, (laughs) (laughs) and qigong, and tai chi, and meditation, and wellness. And on the show today, I have a dear friend of mine. Uh, I'm going to do an introduction here for our incredible guest because, uh, and I had to shorten it. (laughs) (laughs) She's truly a remarkable human being. Dr. Tara Dahl is a third-generation primary care physician and Wisconsin native following in the footsteps of her father, Dr. James Dahl, and grandfather, Dr. Glenn Dahl. 
She started her medical career working side-by-side with her father as a full-time family practitioner at Moreland Family Medical Associates in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha. 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 Her primary care practice (laughs) had a strong emphasis in women's health, preventative medicine, and the use of biomarkers for early disease detection. She's recognized that there was a need for more cardiovascular primary prevention services, especially in traditionally underserved populations of women and children. And she decided a few years later to become a board-certified clinical lipidologist to focus her medical practice on cardiometabolic disease. Dr. Dahl has advocated for advanced lipoprotein testing and especially the role it plays in the early detection of insulin resistance and cardiovascular risk her entire medical career. She believes that advanced biomarker testing provides a window into these preventable disease states many years before diabetes or heart attacks happen. Hmm. Known for her passionate delivery of complex medical topics in patient-friendly terms, Dr. Dahl travels the world to present research on advanced biomarkers and educates physicians around the U.S. on the importance of going beyond cholesterol and considering the role of biomarkers to help identify and manage the root cause of disease. Uh, She's received numerous, numerous awards over the years, has an extremely high patient satisfaction rating, And she's truly a passionate and amazing teacher who inspires thousands to be the best versions of themselves, myself included. I'm so honored to introduce to all of you Dr. Tara Dahl. Aw, thank you so much, Jason. That, like, brought me to tears, (laughs) my friend. We always learn from each other, even those quick phone calls where we get a chance to talk. Yeah. Yeah, so... Anything I missed? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> you don't even need to say all that. Let's just chat and help people be healthier, right? <laughs> yes, that's right. And that's what the show's about, honestly. Tate Talks is here to let everyone know that their health is within their control. It, it, their health destiny is totally within their control. Okay. Even little steps forward, they're still a step forward. Absolutely. So... What's, what's your daily life? Like, as a medical practitioner, as a physician, uh, what is a life in the day with regard to what you do for your profession? What's a life, uh, a day sure. in the life, I'm sorry, well, it, a day it, in the life of Yeah, Tarot. no, it's, it's, it's transi- transitioned quite a bit over the last 20 years. But right. I started out in a traditional, you know, brick-and-mortar building with my dad, seeing primary care patients. And as the years have gone on, we've morphed into a number of different practices, a full-fledged lipid clinic with uh, nurse practitioners and dietitians and everyone on site to uh, chief medical officer of a lab and, a, you know, a lot of different hats, lots of teaching and education along the way. But right now what I'm doing is actually working out of my home in a virtual clinic where I can do cardiometabolic assessments and management of patients, uh, analyze advanced lab work. There aren't a lot of us in the country that have this kind of expertise. What I found is that I needed to reach my my fingers a little bit farther than just a local community. And so this has worked really, really well. I'm also a mother of two teenagers, so I've got flexibility when I'm working out of the house. And uh, it's been it's been wonderful. So wonderful. that's where life has taken me now. I, I don't know where five years I'll be. <laughs> but, <laughs> thank uh, goodness for I, technology, right? That you yes, have yes, this opportunity to reach out to so many people. So you're board certified in Virginia and Wisconsin as mm-hmm. uh, as a medical practitioner. But 
Does that does telemedicine in the virtual medicine clinic does that allow you to work with people across the country and around the world? Yes, actually, I'm so I'm board certified as a family physician, which isn't a state based. Uh, license. It's just a medical license in those states, which covers other surrounding states, too. But I, I see patients all over the country, and I have some international patients. We had some people from Australia and Spain wow. this past week. So I really can talk to anybody uh, that has Internet access, and uh, we can communicate that way. So it works just fine. Perfect. Wow, what a what a remarkable opportunity mm-hmm. for the world to have access to Tara Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> You're like thinking, hmm, I don't know about that. <laughs> you have a life too. <laughs> Two teenagers, oh, an no. amazing husband. <clears throat> How is Bajay? He's doing well. He's doing well, yep. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're battling the Wisconsin cold, which is always difficult for the family. So I'm feeling jealous of the 72 degree announcement you guys just yes, made. Yes, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I was complaining but about you know, the wind, sunshine but I don't get is, to do that. <laughs> if it's cold and it's sunny, we can handle that, right? Right. It's good. Yeah, get a little solar energy. But there's also a magic to Wisconsin and an Afghan and a fire and snow falling in the out the window, you know, there's something pretty beautiful about that, too. Right. So it's all our perspective. And it feels like Christmas, probably. Here it in does. Palm Springs, it's really hard to get into the Christmas <laughs> yeah. spirit. You know, that crispy <laughs> air, like the crispy air in Wisconsin is amazing at Christmas time. Yeah. I remember it well. It is. Yes. Yeah. yes. Very clean. So explain lipidology to myself, sure. so, to my friend here, producer Alexandra. Yes. What is lipidology? Right. So the field of lipidology and what you would acquire board certification is the study of lipids and lipoproteins, which are a component of our body that puts us at some risk for cardiovascular disease when it's one way or another, high or low or um, out of whack. So I went through extensive training. I don't know, gosh, it was more than 15 years ago now learning very complex biochemistry of lipoprotein metabolism and understanding how that impacts people. There's, you know, a genetic piece of that. There's lifestyle piece of that. And mm-hmm. how can we better understand the root cause of disease instead of just putting everybody in a box and saying, if you have high cholesterol, this is the answer to your problem. And if you have this issue, this is the answer to your problem. I think we're much more complex than that. So being able to personalize medicine And for me, using advanced testing was something that I was passionate about from the very beginning. I learned when I was a medical student about some of the cutting-edge technologies which were available. And when I went into my primary practice, I did... uh I incorporated advanced lipid testing into my preventive visits for five to six years before I actually ventured into a lipid clinic practice and became board certified in that field. So it's really, it's it's so, so critically important that we understand our bodies and understand what is putting us at risk for future diseases, especially all these diseases we can prevent. I mean, as you know very well, it's close to home. I mean, that heart disease and diabetes um, are one of the most prevalent uh, causes of death and disability for people. And if we can understand that that's our path, that's, that's where we're headed, and do something about it as early in life as we can, right. that's going to change the world. You know, that's going to change the course of our, of our life. And so I'm just I'm passionate about being able to do something that actually makes a difference. I can feel good about my day. At the end of the day, you ask what my day is like, you know, I... Sometimes, you know, we all have those days. You wake up in the morning, you feel tired. You're like, oh, another long day. And then at the end of the day, I have more energy than any other time because I just feel so inspired by the conversations I have with people. And being able to sort of walk into their living room with them in this intimate story about what 
what they're struggling with and the kinds of things we could identify that no one's identified before and give them some hope and direction. And it's just, uh, it makes my day. It makes my world. It keeps me going. That's (laughs) great. And you're describing passion. You're describing that passion Mm -hmm. that you have and purpose. So important. So you're talking about labs. You're talking about advanced Mm -hmm. testing. And I want to share uh, with you, actually, you were the first person I heard that from when I met you. Uh, it was about two and a half years ago now. I met you two and a half years ago in Palm Springs. You came to That's do a lecture right. at the Wellness <laughs> Lecture Series. Such an, an incredible time when I brought a bunch of my students to your lecture and learned so much from you and picked up so much. And I've shared your voice and your concepts of this wellness and advanced testing. And I myself have done this advanced testing and it shares so much about the real accurate picture of what our blood is telling us. And so we're going to talk more about that lab and that type of testing, what our blood tells us and how and where to get these labs done. So stay with us. and wellness conversation from A to Z. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio with Jason Tate. Jason Tate here live in the studios in Palm Springs, California, joined by my friend and producer, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alexandra. And another tremendous, amazing human being and friend of mine, Tara Dahl, on the phone from Wisconsin. Are you here, Tara? Hi. Hi. Honored to be here. (laughs) Thank you. So we're talking about advanced testing, but I want to share something right now. I share every week some benchmarks and pieces, little tidbits. And so this week, on this little segment here, I want to talk about a thought to digest, which is something to just kind of mull over and think about. And this is for you, Tara. This is for you, Alexandra. Uh, And then for everyone uh, else, think about this. Take this one in and sit on it. Chew on it for just a second. So I have actually two quotes today. One is kind of a silly quote. It's kind of funny. Uh, I totally regret eating healthy today, said no one ever. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about that one, too. I'm like, have I ever? Because I eat healthy a lot. Have I ever regret? No, I've never regretted it. No, you regret the bags of chips. You regret (laughs) the soda. You regret the third cup of coffee or the second gin and tonic. (laughs) But you know... (laughs) So the second one is more serious and it's going to lead us right into talking about advanced testing. Um, It costs money and time to be and stay healthy, but it's even more expensive and possibly lethal to get sick. Mm -hmm. Very true. And so that leads us right into 
advanced testing and NMR, which we'll explain here on the show. Uh, Dr. Dahl, you are a legend in the field. You are leading uh, so many others to a path of wellness through this advanced testing. We were just talking about what does your blood actually reveal about you and and what is it about this advanced testing that is better than just getting a, a standard blood test sure and i'm going to i'd like to talk about that but also give you some pearls as to how you can look at some of the, tra- the traditional tests and get a window into okay. what the advanced test might tell you just because not everybody has access to all the information, the technology, and the the labs that we're talking about. So just before I go into detail about NMR and what that means, um, just looking at a regular panel that your doctor orders for screening, they usually call it a cholesterol panel or a lipid panel. If you ask for the details about that, it's not good or bad. It's just you need the details. So you usually have like a total cholesterol and Mm -hmm. an LDL, which we usually think of as the bad one, and HDL cholesterol, which Mm -hmm. is generally the good one, although there's a lot of gradient area there. That's the whole nother show. Um, yeah. And then there's something called triglycerides. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before, but if you look at what that doctor's ordering you, it's on there. And that particular measurement is a good window into some of the advanced testing that we do. Because if that measurement is elevated, if your triglycerides are high, that is probably one of the single best ways to see your future of diabetes. Mm. And it's something that we tend to not think about because a lot of times doctors are focusing on LDL and the danger that causes and the plaque it causes. But triglycerides are are literally precursor to our future history of diabetes or at least a pre-diabetic state. So if you get that kind of panel done and that those numbers are elevated, that should be your signal you know, I got to be thinking about what to do here about preventing diabetes. Um, There's some, and the HDL is the good cholesterol, but when that's low, that can also happen in somebody who is on a path toward diabetes. And you would not believe what the statistics are. I have no idea if you know what the percentage of Americans that have either insulin resistance, prediabetes or diabetes right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you know, but yeah, I, I it's not meant to be a quiz. Seventy percent, seventy, yeah, seventy And you know what? Wow. I'm one of them, and that's not because I have an unhealthy diet. It's got a, I've got a genetic story that, you know, right. it's it's in our genetics, and so right. I've got to work all a bit harder in order to prevent. So the thing is, even when you see those triglycerides high or that HDL yeah. low, that is really, really almost more important than anything else you're looking at, and it's really important for children and for women who don't always have the other red flags that we might see. So anyway, so that's really important. And then another so two, thing you can two do markers, with the, before you move on, two yeah. quick markers from a simple blood test, high triglycerides and low HDL cholesterol. Those are two kind Correct. of red flags. If a person <laughs> has those, would they be qualified? Would would insurance actually possibly pay for them to get advanced testing. And I ask that because I only do advanced testing because I know my numbers are always going to be good. I always have low cholesterol. However, I have very small particle sizes and that's part I've of seen my your genetics. Labs, Ethan, You've seen I know. my labs, yeah. <laughs> and so, and I have very low HDL as well. And mm-hmm. um, insurance generally doesn't pay for my advanced testing. I have to pay out of pocket to get it done, which is kind of a bummer. So if a person... Um, gets those markers on a simple blood test, is it possible for them to have insurance cover them for the advanced testing, or is that something they'll have to pick up? You know, honestly, advanced testing is covered by 
most insurance plans an ApoB or an NMR should be covered. Right, yeah. I, you know, there's obviously a lot of little plans and I don't know how, what the kind of discrepancies are Depends in California. Code, I don't I think Kaiser, it's a routine test they order because I have a number of Kaiser patients that I have to just order separately. But it's something that um, typically we can use uh, a lab that's inexpensive for cash pricing if needed. Okay. And I can okay. talk through that too. Yeah, but it, it should oh. be covered. I mean, it should be covered as routine, covered by Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. Stay with us. We're going to talk more about this advanced testing here with Tara Dahl, Palm Springs, California, Tate Talks. If it's good for your mind and body, it's part of the discussion on Tate Talks. From iHub Radio, here's Jason Tate. Jason Tate here live in the studio in Palm Springs, California at Tate Talks. And I'm joined here in the studio by my friend and producer, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. Hi, Alexandra. (laughs) And on the phone, my friend, Dr. Tara Dahl. Hi, Jason. Hi, Tara. So we're talking about uh, lipid testing, we're talking about what's in your blood. And you were talking first and sharing uh, a simple blood test and looking for low HDL and high triglycerides. And now I'd like for you to share with me and Alexandra, what is special about this advanced testing? What does that tell us? Right. So I think most people have heard of cholesterol. And when we talk about cholesterol and the bad stuff, we're talking about something called LDL. But the way we measure LDL or the way it's measured in just a basic lipid panel, usually it's just a calculation. That's actually not a very accurate measure of the actual number of LDL particles that are floating around in our system. And there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of trials that have shown that it's not so much the amount of cholesterol you have but the amount of particles that are carrying cholesterol that's actually driving disease. And so if your LDL particle is extremely elevated, but your LDL cholesterol is low, you're sitting there thinking, I'm fine, I'm healthy, I eat well, and yet you have a heart attack or someone in the family has a heart attack, we're like, what the heck happened? Well, you know, LDL was important, but we didn't measure it right. We were measuring it in a calculated way that really gives us a poor measurement of what's really happening. So an NMR lipo profile, which was originally all the research was done by LipoScience, and that company is now basically under, uh, was bought by LabCorp. So that's where all the original technology is, although now it's becoming widely available elsewhere, too. Mm-hmm. What you can do is actually measure the total number of LDL particles. And if that number is really over a thousand, you're in a higher risk range. Mm-hmm. And as you pointed out before the break, you, you healthy Article man size. that you are, yeah. you know, may have a normal looking cholesterol, but right. your small, small particles are very high. If what you have are really tiny particles, you can imagine you have a lot more of them to carry the same amount of cholesterol as somebody else who might have large particles. Yeah. So, um, If we can measure that and if we have this window into whether your particles are large or small, the most important thing that tells us if you have small particles, you're in path to diabetes. 
And I think sometimes even doctors in the lipid world don't focus enough on that. They just still focus on the LDL and let's use drugs to bring down LDL. Many times the way I correct and help fix an underlying genetic issue is to talk about how do we lower those small dense LDL? How do we eat to, to help improve that? How do we target the root cause of the problem, which really isn't a cholesterol medication necessarily. Right. So, so again, this kind of testing gives us a few information about that. And it's not as though having small particles is bad and large particles is good. It's really having too many. <laughs> if you have too many, yeah. you have too many. I don't care right. if they're big or small. Because another thing that I think has been misunderstood in the industry, even people who do advanced testing, is that, you know, if you have a lot of really, really high particles, but they're all those large ones, you know, you're okay. No, you're not okay. That's actually very characteristic of a genetic condition called familial hypercholesterolemia. That's our big long word for your Mm -hmm. family has high cholesterol and it's a Mm -hmm. genetic problem. Okay. So in that scenario, um, we have to go about treating that very, very differently. So this gives us a lot of information about what we're dealing with because the solution is going to be dramatically different for every single patient I see. There is not a cookbook. There is not a guideline that tells me, you know, what to do next. But if I know that somebody's predisposed to diabetes, we really need to think about what's driving that. And I know with you, even if you're obviously open enough to share that you had this, you know, you were following a really healthy diet that was, I think, Mm -hmm. a vegan diet which there's, you know, that's great, but it was, I think, a very, very high carb vegan diet because, as you well know, and low fat because when you're when you're vegan, sometimes you're intentionally being low fat, and most of your proteins are coming from carb sources. So your your diet is very heavy in the carbs, even though they're healthy carbs and they're good foods. The way your body works, what your labs told me is that that's not that's going to predispose you to diabetes. Right, you're going to be a healthy diabetic vegan. (laughs) Right. And part so of that I is my genetics, it. you know, part and of your that genetics, is the diet. Exactly. And, and mine too. Genetics. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm a thin fit looking person, probably not as healthy as you, but on the outside, I look at, but you know what? I'm pre, I am predisposed to diabetes too. And both sides of my family had it. So we cannot ignore what could be going on right. in our bodies that right. is out, a little bit out of our control. Right. We can prevent diabetes if we know what's happening and we yeah. take the right steps. Yeah. Um, but certainly, again, yeah, that low-fat diet is the the wrong thing to do yeah. if you're um, right. predisposed to diabetes like this. So I think for the listeners, so this isn't complicated. If you if you are able to get a test and you have a lot of particles, over a thousand, if they're over two thousand, you need to see a specialist. But um, if they're over a thousand, they're abnormal. If you have a lot of small dense LDL, that tells you about diabetes. If you don't have that testing, but you just have a triglyceride that's high or an HDL that's low, that would be a good situation to either think about going on a kind of diet that will help prevent diabetes or get some advanced testing because that is really a window into the fact the advanced test will probably be abnormal yeah so i want to talk about kids right now uh Mm -hmm. statistics are telling us the next wave not not i mean childhood diabetes we know that's an issue but the next wave that's coming and it's kind of being the veil is being lifted is this fatty liver disease and Mm -hmm. statistics are suggesting one in four maybe even 30% of teenagers are already experiencing signs, symptoms, and have are progressing into fatty liver disease. Not to mention one in three will have diabetes in their lifetime or one in two if they are uh, um, a minority. 
Yes, it's incredibly prevalent. And part of the problem here is that we don't know how to diagnose diabetes in kids. We think we do. We use this criteria of if your glucose hits some magic number, 126, or your your hemoglobin A1C, which is that three-month glucose thing. If that goes over 1 or 6.5, you're diabetic. And you know what? Very few kids are going to have that. Because the thing is, kids have great pancreases that know how to compensate for these issues. And so they could be running around essentially what I would define as diabetic with normal blood sugars. And that's why we miss them. And they progress. And they progress to fatty liver. And a way to know, you're not, people aren't walking around knowing if they have fatty liver. But you know one thing you can look for? If your child or yourself, if you have darkish skin on the back of the neck, or in the, the under the arm or in the groin area, if your skin is darker there, sometimes people think, oh, you're not. Right? That's acanthosis nigricans. That's a big word. But you know what that means? That means end organ damage from insulin, which to me is diabetes. It's like it's in flashing lights, diabetes. But, mm-hmm. you know, when we check the blood sugar or a fasting, it looks normal, and we completely miss that kid. And then they go on another 15 years until they have major problems from diabetes. But really at that point in time, if you have end organ damage from fatty liver or from the skin changes, that needs to be treated like diabetes. And now when we hear about the statistics of the number one type of diabetes now in children is not the type one diabetes, which is the insulin requiring one that it used to be. Mm -hmm. It's what we used to call adult onset diabetes, but now we can't call it that anymore because type two diabetes is now the most prevalent type of diabetes in children. And that's heartbreaking because that means we're missing these kids. First of all, they're not, we're not teaching them how to eat properly. And we're, you know, we're predisposing a lot of people to the lifestyle driven um, component to diabetes. And a lot of people have genetics that predispose them too. So we really have to target this and target it aggressively. Yeah. And it's a confluence of all of these negative factors, which, you know, as you know, very well, what I teach, why I teach, where I teach, everything about what I do. And it's about preventing this type of thing. I've been teaching nutrition to kids for eight years now. I've actually had students through education, awareness, inspiration in my classroom, reverse acanthosis within a school year uh, and completely change their health and biomarkers and their own health destiny. So other than, you know, education, that type of thing, what type of Uh, For parents out there, what type of advice would you recommend for your kids? Because parents talking to kids about nutrition is, that's a mess. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. a mess. Parents talking to kids about anything, especially teenagers, Mm -hmm. is a mess. Mm -hmm. I have a preteen and she's like, huh? Take the earbud out. (laughs) So I know. what are some, you know, you work with with teenagers, you work with kids. Um, What Mm -hmm. works, you know, when you talk with them? You know, I I think that, it's really important to actually try to analyze, again, analyze data, look at blood, because sometimes a child or an adolescent will be more interested in talking to you when they're looking at a piece of paper with a lot of red marks right. that says this is what's happening in your body. And it's true for adults, but I think it's true for kids, too. That, it it's is. kind of scary to see that when someone says these numbers that are, are basically looking for diabetes or diabetes risk are really abnormal a lot of times that helps them realize i got to do something and it's hard for us i mean i think we all know we're supposed to eat right but we just don't want to and we're young and thinking well this is a 50 year from now problem right (laughs) but you know when you have when you have insulin resistance which is basically can happen when you're a kid for sure and that's sort of before you ever get diabetes you feel tired you don't have energy you might have muscle aches 
you, you know, there's actually, you, your quality of life is not as good, right? <laughs> yeah. So, and how many kids is that true for? And, they, and they're not sleeping and right. they're not eating properly. And, right. and I think our messages about food are so messed up. And we're in a culture where we have to do everything fast. And right. so we're not even slowing down to enjoy a meal and look at our parents and brothers and sisters in the face while we're eating. Yeah. So we're just like That's so funny you mentioned that because I'm doing, I'm doing a mindful eating bit in the next hour of the show. <laughs> it's oh, so that's wild so that awesome. you mentioned that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I really didn't know that. That wasn't even a no, plug. No, you didn't. No. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, I mean, again, the information is important. And when you ask your doctor for a screening, technically, according to guidelines, children should be screened between the ages of 9 and 11 with a cholesterol test. What I would say is make sure they do a full panel. And, again, if you see that high triglyceride or low HDL, that's something that might maybe trigger getting an advanced test as long as you're seeing someone that knows how to order right. that. But the other thing is if we do a glucose screen, which a lot of times they will only do in a child who might be overweight, but they really should do in all of us. Right. I would prefer that be non-fasting. I mean, we're kind of in this mode of right. make people fast for 12 hours. That makes no sense. The data is actually better and more predictive wow. in the non-fasting state, even when it comes to triglycerides. I so I much prefer to get kids and adults, anybody, in a in a regular fed state because that elevated triglyceride after eating or that elevated blood sugar after eating is more predictive and more helpful for us, especially in the younger population. Because again, their pancreases are able to compensate. So if you wait long enough, the numbers are gonna go down to normal and you're gonna miss the problem. So one and two hours after eating is really helpful. One or two hours after eating, okay. Yeah, would be uh, a better time to measure it. That spurs a question, I have two questions now from that. One, whenever I do act, ask for labs, it's always, almost always fasting, you know, 12 hour fasting is traditional. So, which is easy to do because you just go early in the morning and you fasted through the night. But you're saying that uh, labs one or two hours after you've eaten give you more data. What do I say to my doctor when they say, you know, do the fact, do I just ignore that recommendation and just do it one or two hours after? I uh, know it's hard to ignore what your doctor says. I don't <laughs> want to advocate that, but <laughs> no, I think no, no. maybe just saying you'd like to see worst case scenario okay, of what's right. happening in my body. Maybe and that's I a good way to push it. I also want to share where can we find doctors that have this knowledge? What's the resource? And how can we find people, more people like you? So that sure. and more. Stay okay. with us. <laughs> Inspiring you with the tools and knowledge to make the necessary changes to live life optimally. This is Tate Talks on iHub Radio. Jason Tate here live in Palm Springs with my friend and producer, Alexandra. Hi, Jason. And I have to tell everybody, (laughs) nobody really knows because, you know, we're on the radio and they can't see Jason. But he is so handsome. Oh, stop it. It is so easy to sit here <laughs> and work with me. <laughs> I just want to say it's so stop it's, it. it's so easy to sit here in the studio with you. You're very nice on the eyes. 
Wow. Am I blushing? <laughs> yes, he is. He yeah. actually is. <laughs> okay, now go ahead. Now okay. let's do that. Thank you for making <laughs> now me he's blush like sweating. on the <laughs> And on the phone. He's on the spot, Jason. <laughs> yeah, on the spot. On the phone with us today, we have Tara Dahl, a board-certified lipidologist and practitioner, a great friend of mine, truly a revolutionary in the industry of health and wellness. And I have two, we don't have a lot of time right now, but I have two really important, great questions. One, the first one, uh, where can people find doctors like you that, that have this knowledge or at least are willing to be open-minded to doing advanced testing and look at these markers? But before you answer that, I, I want to share with uh, everyone listening, taradoll.com, T-A-R-A-D-A-L-L. Dot com. That's where you'll see Tara. Uh, she has a lot of videos on there. She teaches, she trains, a lot of uh, incredible information. And then the second question, so where can we find people like you? And the second question <laughs> is, <laughs> if you only had five minutes to you know, share what you believe is the path to a healthy, full life, what would you say? So those are my two questions. Sure, so yeah. So the first one, I mean, it's it's not a real simple answer because it's not as though there's a specific field or there's a specific hat that you should be looking for in the world. Not every board certified lipidologist even does advanced testing. And, you know, people in the functional medicine industry might do it and may or may not do it. And so right. I would say instead of trying to fish for that super subspecialist, which is what I, I probably would be for those really high risk people that need me. Um, you know, ask your doctor for your your lipid panel. Look at that triglyceride and HDL. When that's high, that's telling you something. You might know more than them if they're not aware of it's that. Possible. And yeah. and then you can ask. I mean, NMR lipo profiles. That test is available through LabCorp, and any doctor can order it. It doesn't require a specialist. So I I think that it's difficult to say, you know, go to this website or go to this link because I don't know how to find people like me (laughs) in other places because I don't know. There's such a diversity. You know, there's primary care doctors that don't have any special title. (laughs) Well, no, I'm saying there's just there's amazing people out there. There's primary care doctors who don't have a special title who are amazing at this. And there are people who have all sorts of titles that don't know what they're talking about. And so we can't just assume that that's the answer. I think it's good to try to find within our community advocates, be an advocate for your own health. Yeah. I think that's what's important. Don't assume that doctors are even going to be aware. They right. obviously want you to be healthy, but they don't necessarily have the time to learn everything about everything. And so you have to be that for yourself. Such so hopefully we've advice. talked a few pearls today that will help you, you yeah. know, take that. And when it comes to, you know, what we need to do for ourselves lifelong, I mean, you have to be aware of your genetics, know your numbers, understand if you have a high blood pressure, get that screened. If you can get um, testing like this, know your family history, because if you understand that there's a genetic piece of this puzzle, I've got to be aware of. I can't just exercise and run marathons and eat vegan and think I'm not going to have a heart attack. You need to have that screening and then be smart, you know, feed your body like you'd want to feed a beautiful stream in a mountain range. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to dump a bunch of lard in there. You're not going to, you know, make it you know, eat a bunch of Twinkies and throw them in, throw them in the ocean. I mean, what, yeah. how would you want to keep something looking beautiful? How do we keep our environment looking beautiful? You know, we feed it, we take care of it. I mean, that's what we need to be thinking about when we, when we take care of ourselves. So. Yeah. And certainly probably the canary in the coal mine, um, stress. And I teach mm-hmm. about stress. And oh, absolutely. Stress just tears away at the endothelial lining of the vascular, uh, uh, tissue which makes basically makes it possible for cholesterol and plaque to build up 
along the endothelial lining of the cardiovascular system, stress being probably one of the major things uh, that you can manage, right? Absolutely. Stress, our, our, even our faith, our knowledge of just what we think this world is all about, feeling a, a security, uh, mm -hmm. understanding of the world in a, in a way that gives us comfort. I mean, we have to have that. We have to find that. And we need to find some way to, to move, to be healthy, to exercise in a way that inspires us versus is a chore. Um, there's no question to sleep, to just know that sleep in itself is as good as any medicine, you know, but you have to mm -hmm. make it a priority and get off the phone <laughs> and stop, yeah. you know, put away our, our uh, electronics and, uh, learn to live life and look people in the eyes and have conversations that, you know, bring our stress level down. I mean, that's just, that's critically important. There's no, no question about that. Right. And, and to have your go-to, right. To have a safe mm -hmm. place or a safe space, or maybe it's a, an app on your phone that you use to meditate. Maybe it's a special place in your room that you've kind of set up to sit down and just kind of breathe and let it go. And like you said, getting a proper amount of sleep. So important. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. So taradoll.com, T-A-R-A-D-A-L-L.com. That's where you can find Tara. Uh, and I don't know, <laughs> I imagine you have a full patient load, but there are so many no, people I'm, out there. Go ahead. Yeah. And I'm, I'm open. I'm certainly always open to seeing Good. people and I'm always happy to help you know, I, I try to put free videos on the Internet so people can learn, and sometimes all they need is some education. They don't right. necessarily right. need me, but I'm, I'm certainly here and do my best to, to help people that are in need. So um, I'm happy to be supportive mm -hmm. of your audience, too. And I'm honored to be here, Jason. I'm so proud of you for doing this whole Aww. thing. You, you're meant to be probably on TV, though, because you're hot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here we oh, go geez. again. I Jason's super uncomfortable to me. My husband would probably agree with me. I know he They're does. They're ganging up on me. <laughs> Tara and I, we, we make a good uh, team. You're awesome. <laughs> Love you, man. Love well, you thank too, you Tara. so much. Thank you so much. It was we great have talking to, with I you. I have to get you back on this show. There are so many topics that we can talk about uh, oh, yeah. beyond just blood testing. We talk about kids, right? We talk about the Foundation Human Health Initiative yep. and bringing health education out there. And re I really, of course, I feel passionate about it, and I know you do as well. So you thank bet. you so much for all that you do Aww, for humans. Oh, thank you. I'll come back anytime. Yeah. Happy, happy to be part of your story here. So Thank you. Yeah. And so Tate all Talks, right. uh, we're here to inspire you, bring some education, some awareness, letting <clears> you know that your health is totally within your control. Tara Dahl sharing so much beautiful information, being an advocate for your own health, you have to do this. You must be an advocate for your health. And uh, NMR lip, uh, lipo profile. So N Nancy M Mary R Roger. That's the NMR testing. So a couple other things. Uh, if you have low HDL, if you have high triglycerides, listen to the show. We have so much more on the way. I'll be talking about mindful eating and living. Holiday party recipe. I've got a great dip for you. Hmm. Yummy, yum. And I'll be talking about movement and brain health. Stay with us. <laughs> 